presented by Google. Good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. It's Thursday, September 14th. Here's what's driving the day. First of all, something that I don't know that anyone saw coming, but Mitt Romney's announcement that he is going to retire from the Senate and he is not running for re-election. In his announcement and in his interviews that he's done, including with our own Burgess Everett, that is on the website right now, he talked about, one, being in his mid-70s and being ready to pass the torch, but also about basically how crappy it is to be on Capitol Hill, that things don't get done, and also that he wasn't looking forward to being a senator under Joe Biden anymore or Donald Trump. So this is another reminder of how the drama on Capitol Hill is causing folks who, you know, we really think about as moderates to leave Capitol Hill and do something different. And also, we're taking a look at the White House and the Biden campaign on the offense after an announcement that the House would be launching an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. They are sending talking points and fundraising. On Wednesday, they sent out a text message and an email in the words of Vice President Kamala Harris knocking Republicans for this investigation that the White House and the campaign sees as a farce. So we will have to keep our eyes on that. We dig into that a little deeper in Playbook this morning. Also, Senator Chuck Schumer held a behind-closed-doors forum on AI. You had folks from tech. You had folks from the civil rights community, Elon Musk. You had Mark Zuckerberg there as well. And now joining me to fill us in on all the details about that artificial intelligence forum is the host of our sister pod, Political Tech, Stephen Overly. We have a little cross-pollination happening. Love that. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. It's too much power on one podcast. People can't handle it. It's too much. We don't do it when the big things are happening. That's right. So, you know, I want to kind of just jump right into this closed-door event forum that happened. We had Elon Musk up in there. What was the conversation like? Yeah, so it it was a closed-door meeting, so we only know what's sort of been reported coming out of it. But basically, the vibe in the room was actually pretty collegial. There, reportedly, the sort of room was asked who thought the government needs to intervene in AI, and every hand went up. So you had tech CEOs and union leaders and civil rights advocates all kind of in agreement. But that's probably where the agreement ends. Because uh, the rest of the conversation, because convers- it's DC, because right? It's, DC. it's like we all, we all get along until we really don't. Um, and the rest of the conversation was sort of each executive, each civil rights and, and civil society advocate, kind of outlining what they thought the government should be doing here. And as you can imagine, there were very different ideas. And we heard that coming out of the meeting, where senators had all sorts of ideas about what next steps look like. One of the things I think that's maybe confusing for folks is like, I guess, what was the point of this, right? What was the point of this form? What was the point of having it closed door? And I think more importantly, it's rare that you hear an industry say, please, hello, regulate us over here. Thank you. So talk to me a little bit like, was the point to get everybody on this to understand that this industry wants to be regulated? I think to start Congress and especially the Senate is recognizing that AI is going to be hugely transformative and that if the government is not involved in some way, that can go to the left very quickly. Not the political left, like Australia left, right? (laughs) Bad, bad. Things go bad. Right, exactly. Um, And so this was like the first of several sort of information sessions, insight forums, whatever name you want to put on it, that Chuck Schumer and a bunch of other senators are hosting 
to essentially try to understand AI better so that they can regulate it at some point, perhaps We'll see legislation by the end of this year, more likely next year. And so that's really what this meeting was about. And it was closed door with the presumption that people could speak more candidly. Because as you said, we had Elon Musk in the room, Mark Zuckerberg in the room, Sundar Pichai of Google, Sam Altman of OpenAI. These are like the biggest names in this space. They run very powerful companies. And so to get them to speak beyond talking points and platitudes, you kind of have to shut the press out. Yeah. And and before I let you go, what's next, right? They have this conversation, lots of different cross sections of groups of people, lots of power and money in that room that could really change the way that this is regulated. And they could have probably written the regulation themselves today. So I guess what's next out of this? What should we be looking out for? So there's what is being said, and then there's what will potentially happen. And I'll give you both. Uh, what is being said is everyone is acknowledging that the government needs to intervene here in a more meaningful way, pass some type of legislation or regulation regarding AI. You heard senators coming out of the room talking about hearings, talking about bills on the table, talking about hearing. having legislation. Yeah, by the end of the year. A lot of momentum. And same from industry, as you said, you know, uh, the degree to which they want to be regulated varies, but everyone in industry seems to be saying something must be done. So will anything get done? And that is the million dollar question, because I can tell you in tech, what usually happens is there's some high level agreement. Everyone is really bullish about getting something done. And then they get to the details and it all breaks down. That happened with data mm -hmm. privacy. That happened with market competition. That has happened with online speech. Congress has not passed any meaningful tech regulation in years, if not decades. So the idea that they're suddenly going to come together on AI, everyone's saying it's possible, but I think they have a lot to prove. Well, Stephen, that's a lot. Um, you will be keeping track of that for Political Tech, the podcast daily download on the disruption that technology is bringing to politics and policy released every single day. And you guys can find them wherever you get your podcast, great podcast. And Stephen, thank you very much for spending some time with us today. You'll come on Politico Tech next time, but thank you, you for having right. me. You just, I'll, I'll talk to you about my new iPhone when I get it. All right, I'll see you then and there. <laughs> And join Politico next Tuesday, that's September 19th at Doc 5, for Building the New American Economy, a high-level conversation that takes a look at the progress and charts the next steps in preserving America's economic preeminence, driving innovation and protecting middle-class jobs. We have Jared Bernstein. He is the chair of the Council of Economic Advisors at the White House. We also have Representative David Schweikert and Drew Ferguson, both of them from the U.S. Joint Economic Committee. My homies Rachel Bade and Ryan Lizza will be moderating those conversations, so take a look. Very exciting. And for your schedule today, the Senate and the House are in. People are back in business. President Biden's going to be giving remarks today on Bidenomics at Prince George's Community College in Largo, Maryland. And then later on, he'll be participating in a call and delivering remarks with rabbis around the country to commemorate the Jewish high holiday. So lots happening in D.C. this morning. I'm Eugene Daniels. Thanks for listening. Cyber attacks on critical infrastructure threatens the essential services we all rely on. That's why essential institutions like schools, hospitals, and government agencies across the country are partnering with Google to keep their data safe and secure. Explore how Google is keeping more Americans safe online than anyone else at safety 
www.google.com forward slash cybersecurity.